Good evening, Rabbi Sai. And Bezer Hashem, tonight we will see this great Chiddush from the Baal Chavis Alvovis, which he tells us here. We're in the middle of Perek Zion, number three, Vashlishi. The third indication, the litmus test of a person who truly is humble and the reaction he'll have with when a person speaks about him. And we dealt with the topic of someone being praised, how to handle being praised, what a person should say, how he should react. He should downplay it. And he should say, does it really balance out in terms of all the sins that I've committed? And now we're talking about what if he hears somebody telling him things that he did wrong? Uh, exposing his Averis. So that he should say, you're correct. Sotkam in many like Yehuda, you're correct. Truth is, if you'd know what I did, I've done, you would stay away from me. But that's all if he says something that actually he's correct about. But what if he says things about me that are not even true? He says false things about me that are totally untrue. What should the reaction of a humble person be? And if what he's telling about me is false, the humble one will say to the one who's telling it, my brother, it's not such a wonder that Hashem has protected me and saved me from committing what you're saying I did wrong. I actually didn't. I didn't do that thing that you are claiming that I did. Hashem protected me that I did not do that wrong. But it's not such a wonder, because Hashem has bestowed so much kindness upon me throughout my life. So this is another one of these good things that Hashem has done. He's protected me from doing that thing which you say I did wrong. I never did it wrong. Sounds like you could excuse yourself. He says, He says, but what in truth is, there's a lot more things that I did do wrong that you don't even know about. So, excuse me, sir, that what you're claiming I did actually wasn't me. I never did that. Maybe I wanted to do that. Maybe I should have done it, but I could have done it. But Hashem protected me. I never did that. But I've done a lot of other things wrong. However, Heref Achi, he says, but stay back. Loosen up. Stop your talking, my brother. And take pity on your own merits. That you shouldn't lose them. And you won't even realize it. What's going on over here? All of a sudden, the, the humble person is saying, by the way, I didn't do this wrong. I've done other things, but you better watch out. I wouldn't keep talking the way you are. You don't want to lose your own your own merits. What's going on? was told about one of the great, pious, righteous people. That people, or somebody spoke bad about him. And when he heard about it, he heard that so-and-so was speaking bad about him. He sent to the speaker, He sent to the speaker 
a basket full of fruits. Because of a love. And he wrote a note in it. You know, you buy flowers and you can write a little note stuck to the flowers. This is because of your kind gesture. This is for the wonderful meal you sent me. He wrote a note attached to the basket of fruits. A basket, two basket for fruits, yeah? He sent them with a note. And the note said, Higiani. I want to thank you because I heard you sent me a gift full of your merits. So I want to repay you for that. Thank you very much. You hear what's going on over here? Ruvain speaks badly about Shimon. He says Lashon Hara. Here we're talking about something that's not even true. We call that Meitzi Shemra. Something that's slander. It's not even true. But even if it will be true, Ruvain speaks badly about Shimon. What happens is, is that Ruvain's merits get transferred over. It's a wire transfer. Nowadays, it's very easy. They just sell it. They nano it. They cash it. Whatever system you want. It zips right over into Shimon's account. Shimon looks up in his bank account and says, Hey, what, I, what is that? I, never, I didn't realize I have another $500 more than I had yesterday. I never deposited it. It came from somebody else's bank account. So when Shimon finds that, Shimon sends him a gift. He tells Ruvain, thank you very much for your gift. Another one of these righteous and pious people says, There's going to be many people that are going to come up on the day of reckoning to Shemayim. And when they show him all of the deeds that he did, Yimtzu B'Sefer is going to find in the book under his name. Zechu Yoisam B'Sefer Zechu Yoisam in the book of their merits. Zechu Yoisam He's going to say, look, you did this, you did this. He said, really? I, I was never even in that place. You tell me that I, I did a chesed for this. You tell me I... I I gave this amount of money to Tzedakah. I, I never even knew this organization existed. It's going to be a, a, crew, a crew to his book, which he never did. The Yomru. And they're going to say to the, uh, to the Malachim in charge, Lo Yassinu, uh, son. I never did that. The Yomru Lahem, they're going to say back to them, Also, son, Yeah, you know who did do them? Ruvain, who spoke poorly about you, Ruvain, who spoke Lashnar about you, he did those good things. And he spoke derogatory about you. His merits got transferred over into your account. The same is, The person who spoke the words of slander, He's going to come up to Shemaim. He says, uh, excuse me, what happened to all of the, you know, I did a lot of uh, benching with a lot of Kavona. And I used to dive it three times a day. What about all the stalker that I gave it? I don't see that it's so much, uh, doesn't look like you have it all on my account. Can I speak to a supervisor? So they're going to tell him, oh, it's true. You, you did do all those things. But they got transferred over to somebody else. Why? Why did they get transferred? Well, you spoke ill about him. You you said lashonar on him, so they took some of your schusim and whoosh, transferred it over. The Yemelam Ibdu Bikemu was lost from you. Beisha di Bardim Biplaini Uplaini. 
when you spoke about such this person and that person, it got transferred over to them. Could you imagine what's happening? Who says this? Who says this is true? Well, the Chassam Sefer, as we mentioned several times, says, that this is a tradition we have from Arishonim. Chavazavov is being the uh, foremost one of them. That if someone speaks Lashonar to somebody else, the mitzvahs that the speaker did get given over to the one he spoke about. He says, and so Tudor says this as well. It's a, it's a frightening thing. The truth of the matter is, it comes even from a later source, but is somewhat of an earlier source. Chavazavav, as we know, lived uh, very early on in the 1100s, Rabbi Nebachia Ibn Pekuda. He lived in the 1100s, talking about a thousand years ago. Now, the Beis Yosef lived merely 500 years ago, a little bit more. And uh, the Beis Yosef used to have, during one period of his life, the Beis Yosef used to have a Malach, who he called the Magid. He was the Magid, the teller, who used to come and learn with him. <coughs> and there's a whole book, a whole saver called Magid Meisharim. They put it out, be the Parshies, a thick book, Magid Meisharim, all of the secrets, all of the Musr, all of the assistance that this Malach gave to the Beis Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Kairi, in the 1500s, 500 years ago. So it's only 500 years ago, but it came from a Malach in Shemayim. And one of those days, in Parshish Vayakel, is an insert that says like this, This vegan binyin akomim asher komu negdecho. These people who are against you, your antagonists, ain't lahar. Don't think too much about it. They're actually not going to harm you, but they're going to help you. Because someone who speaks words of Lashonara on his friend, they're going to deduct from his merits and they're going to give it to the one he spoke about. That's Emes V'yatsev. That's absolutely true. And if people would know about this secret, so every time they would hear ill things said about them, they would rejoice. They would be happy as if they were just given a gift of gold and silver. I mean, let's face it. If every time someone would write an email about us or put out some uh, WhatsApp uh, thing, send out harmful things about us, at the same time, it's transferred from their account, from their bank account. It's transferred $1,000. Every word that they say is another $1,000 into my bank account. We will be, we will be happy, uh, happy people. Yeah? <laughs> We'd walk around like rich men. This is great. Now, of course, we have to be careful we don't do the same. Otherwise, we lose our own. We lose our own, our own merits. But that's what the Chavos and that's what the Malach told the Magen Meshorim. You know, my Rebbe, Zogazun Sain, the Mashkir, used to say that these words of the Chavos of Ovis are so powerful, they're so astounding, it always bothered him why did the Chavetz Chaim, who his first Sefer that he worked on, that monumental Sefer called Shmiras HaLoshen, Sefer Chavetz Chaim, all about the laws of Lashon When he was a young man and he took it to Rabbi Salanter and other Gedolim for a Haskama, and 
You don't understand why in his safer did he not put this down? Why did he not write this idea? He said, till he found it once in a later part of the safer called Shara Zechira, yes, Shara Zechira, Shara Tvuna, Shara Teira. And in one little paragraph, he's like throws it in over there, which doesn't, doesn't answer the question entirely. Like, why did the Chofetz Chaim omit such a powerful uh, concept, such a monumental, fundamental idea about Lashonara? So interestingly, I saw a tshuva from Ramosha Sternbach, Zolgesundzain, in his Sefer Tshuva Svan Hogus, in Cheshemishpach Simen Shin Tzadivov. He quotes this Magid Meshorim that we just quoted, that a person says Lashonara about somebody else, his merits, not clear, all of his merits, doesn't say that clearly, but certainly merits that he once had. Once he owned these merits, he possessed merits on all the good that he did get transferred over to the person who didn't maybe to do too much good, but he's had a lot of Lashonara spoken about him, and therefore his schuyas really accumulate to a, a, a tremendous amount. So he says, I also was bothered. Why did the Chofetz Chaim not write about this? He just throws in a little line in Shara Zahira. So Ramesha Sternbach says, could be the answer is, based on something that he heard from his own Rebbe, he had a Rebbe, Ramosha Schneider. Ramosha Schneider had a yeshiva in England, in London. At first he was in Germany, Ramosha Schneider, and he escaped right at the outset of the war, of World War II, and he went to England, and he had a yeshiva over there. Ramosha Sternbach was a Talmud of his, the, the Gaivet of Yerushalayim, Reb Tuvia Weiss, he was a Talmud of Ramosha Schneider. So Rav Sternbuch says, I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Schneider, that he once asked the Chofetz Chaim himself. He says, why didn't you write in your Sefer what the Rambam tells us about Lashon Hara? That someone who speaks Lashon Hara doesn't have Elam Abba. That's a pretty powerful statement. So the Chofetz Chaim answered him and said, that would have been too big of a bombshell for people to hear. I couldn't do that. So Rav Shtenbuch says, perhaps that's why the Chofetz Chaim didn't write this concept in big, bold letters. In other words, if a person says, well, you know what, I speak so much Lashon, I'm not getting Elam Haba anyway, I might as well just enjoy Elam because I lost the, the, the ticket to the next world. So that's what the Chofetz Chaim meant. He says, perhaps this concept, indeed, is, is so frightening, in a sense. Now, we could certainly say, as the Mashkiach suggested when a person does tshuva on the Lashnar that he spoke about people, he gets it back. It's, it's returned back to his credit. But it's so frightening, this idea, maybe the Chavetz Chaim didn't want to scare people off. They'd say, you know what, it's too hard not to speak any Lashnar. And I see even all the mitzvahs that I do, I could be, I lose it so quickly. It's just too hard. Throw in the towel, just forget about it. Maybe that's why he didn't want to speak about it. But we're learning here, Chavetz above us, and we hear this concept it's, in the one hand, it is very frightening. On the other hand, it, it emboldens us. It certainly should give us courage to try to curtail any Lashnara that we speak. Should not, should not be, and be careful if it's, if it's not allowed to be spoken, it shouldn't be spoken. But here, this concept that he's bringing out, that someone spoke about somebody else, all of a sudden, mitzvahs that that person did, he said, that could be the worst thing. Forget about it. Averis, Rav Miller pointed out, he says, Averis that a person did, at least he could get Gehenim, and after that, 
he'll get into Gan Eden. But mitzvahs, if he doesn't get that schar for that mitzvah, he can lose that schar forever, for eternity. So this is the concept. Mitzvah Shem will go into a little bit more tomorrow night when we finish off this piece. We'll all do it for now. A good tenacht.